What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Obviously, a, a huge week coming up. I talked about a, a heartbreaking loss to Wyoming on Monday night. Massive orange out game coming up against San Diego State. A lot of history between these two teams. They played a lot of really big games against each other. Uh, a lot of really significant moments in the orange out specifically. So I'm really looking forward to that. It, it's shaping up to be another sellout, which is awesome to see. And, you know, I have some some friends that are college basketball writers across the country that are going to be there in attendance. Kevin Sweeney of Sports Illustrated and College Basketball Central is going to be there. Brian Ralph of Heat Check is going to be there. So uh, a lot of big names, and, and that's also good to see. It's just good to see CSU getting that that respect nationally in the, in the attention. Obviously, kind of a, a rough stretch these last two games, but plenty to play for still. I mean, all these teams still have to, to face each other, and... Really, every team in the Mountain West is, is a rough week away from being in this exact same position. Uh, today, we're actually going to be talking about the Senior Bowl. Trey McBride making a strong impression. I was able to catch up with Andre Simone. If you listen to the Draft Pod, he is one of our NFL draft experts, and he is out there in person with some of our Broncos guys. Uh, Mace, Zach is out there, Ali, as well as some of the people from PHNX. And it's just cool to see because everybody you know, across the country is, is seeing what CSU fans have seen for three years now. And that's that Trey McBride is, is one of the most impressive athletes in the country. And this year, I think he more than proved he's the best tight end in the country. And he's, you know, kind of further proving that at the senior bowl. So I got into all of that with Dre. We talked about some of the other Mountain West guys as well. And I think you guys are, are really going to enjoy it. Before we get into that interview, want to shout out the homies over at Chevalier Mortgage. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners, with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy houses right now, especially in Colorado. I mean, if you've attempted the process out here, it's crazy. So let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off of you. They're so great to work with. As mortgage brokers, they're able to shop over a dozen different lenders to find the right fit for you. They want their borrowers to know who they're working with and not feel bounced around. They take the time to help their borrowers be as informed as they want every step of the way. And Mike and Virginia will focus on helping you take the burden off of the process so you can focus on your home being a home, not just a house. They're proud DNVR members, they're CSU alum, and they have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. If you go to dnvrmortgage.com, not only can you enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat, you can get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472. Or again, just go to dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Hi, joining me on the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. We've got a special guest live from the Senior Bowl. Andre Simone, Dre himself, one-fourth of the draft pod, our resident draft expert who has braved the weather. It's, it's snowy out here. It was a torrential downpour out there, it looks like. Yeah. But Dre is his dry, and he's agreed to come on and, and talk about Trey McBride and some of the Mountain West stuff. First things first, you, you having a good time out there? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a packed couple of days. Uh, nice to see people out here, you know, nice to be out with the crew and uh, get a little more hands-on scouting, you know, with uh, with COVID and stuff. Haven't really been able to do that over the last couple of years. So 
Yeah, man, I've been jealous of all the live looks you've gotten at, at these guys. Um, and it's been fun. We, we were on the same flight as Jay Norvell and a couple other Rams guys, chatted him up a little bit on, uh, on the way there. I know he's here to support his Nevada guys, but love to see Jay put some love out for Trey as well. Um, so, yeah, it's been really nice. Very nice. I'm glad you brought that up because I think deceptively, I think this senior bowl has a, has a nice little opportunity to be a, a good selling point. I think for this staff on, on the recruiting trail, you know, you get to say, look, three guys from our system are at the senior bowl. That's three times as many that had ever represented yes. Nevada in any single year. And the Mackey award as well at, at the, from the you know school that I'm at now. And right. it, it's good to see that these guys have made a strong impression. And then we'll get into that just real quick for the folks that, maybe aren't quite as locked into the NFL yeah. draft process because I, I know a lot of the listeners are, but you know, some people might be a little bit more casual. It's, it's for the nerds like me and you, how big is the senior bowl for these draft prospects and, and just getting to, to work out in front of the scouts and especially guys like, like Trey McBride and some of these mountain West guys that aren't necessarily, you know, playing in front of them every single week. Yeah, it's really the only showcase of its kind in all the different drafts we've had in American professional sports where you can get this large a contingent where at least 90, 80 to 90% of these guys, since Jim Nagy has taken over as director of the Senior Bowl, getting drafted, and you get to watch them compete three days of practice and then one game day. And on top of that, these teams have all these other interviews built in, really some hands-on coaching and evaluations that can be made on these NFL draft prospects. We have a couple lower-level all-star, um, you know, all-star get-togethers like this one prior to the Senior Bowl. The Senior Bowl has really been the big one. And with all that they've done in really enhancing this program and all-star game in the last decade, it has become the premier showcase. And you make a great point about small school guys. We have seen this be a massive differentiator for those guys who might have been underlooked coming from the prep ranks into college and now are really getting to showcase their full talents. I remember a guy like Carson Wentz coming out of the FCS had, hadn't, had missed the last month plus of his final draft eligible season, comes into the senior bowl, blows it up. That is one of countless examples that we can make. Of course, I mean, Baker from, Mayfield basically went number one because of, you know, the, the streak absolutely. that started at the senior bowl. Absolutely. I mean, let's think of Quinn Miners coming from, uh, you know, Wisconsin Whitewater D three, right. And then out of football for a year training on his own, then comes in mobile, kicks some real ass in the trenches. And now he's a Denver Bronco. We even saw him start some games in a, hold his own at times. So yeah, this can be massive in showcasing those underappreciated gems. Mackey Award winner, Trey McBride, not exactly someone who fits that. But if you're a little lazy and you're just looking at the, uh, you know, the Rams record when he's been there and you're thinking, oh yeah, he's an NFL talent, but how special can he be when he was on that kind of team? Oh, if you were a doubter <laughs> like that, this has been an eye opener for you. The, the practices are almost more valuable than the game, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, that's really where you get to get the hands on, you get to see different matchups and you're also going to get to see prolonged, you know, in the game itself, everyone's going to get 
a couple series, it's not going to go much beyond that. So you really got to maximize that. And given the circumstances, how the game flow has gone, you might not even have um, a massive opportunity. And look, guys who stand out at the senior bowl in practice, it's not uncommon that all of a sudden you don't see them in the game, you know, turns out they tweak something or something happened here. That's code for it. Their agent told them to shut it down because they've done enough <laughs> to raise their stock. Um, so, so it yeah. actually, it could be a good thing if, you know, I, I, I do think CSU fans want an opportunity to see Trey McBride play in it, but if it just happens that he balls out and then we'll get into how he's looked through these first couple of days. But if, if it does turn out that he's just made such a strong impression, there is a scenario where, you know, his representatives could be like, look, you're probably, you're a first round pick. You know, we still got the combine. You don't need to play in another contact game. That's absolutely right. And I mean, as much as Rams fans might enjoy seeing Trey on the field, donning a Rams helmet for the final time, go on Twitter, watch all these eye popping highlights Trey's gotten. You've all been spoiled and got to watch this amazing talent throughout his career. Let's not risk anything if it comes to that just to see. I mean, I, I hate time. even talking about it I and know, putting I it know, into the universe. I, I think, I mean, it, it is something you have to consider. And I think. Mm-hmm. The fact that he went through this whole season, he, he was definitely dinged up by the end of it. But, you know, the fact that he got through it relatively unscathed is great because there were a lot of people that, you know, question what is even the point of coming back. But I think at this point, it, it's been a massive success for him. I mean, he would have gotten drafted last spring, no doubt, but he wouldn't have, you know, he wasn't in the conversation to be a first round pick. And now he's shining at the senior bowl. So let's kind of get into that. Yeah. Two days worth of practices. We, we've seen a lot of people tweeting about, just him kind of standing out, making contested catches. What stood out the most to you about him through these first two days? Yeah, well, just watching him in pads, kind of sitting around and hanging around with the other tight ends here. And we saw this at the weigh-ins. The biggest, the first thing that stood out to me about Trey and watching him in Mobile is that he is on the shorter side for a tight end, usually 6'5", 6'6". He comes in in under 6'4", just over 6'3" for the tight end position on the small side. So that stood out when we were first watching. And then you watch Trey on the field and gosh, him appearing a smidge undersized then seems to really fit when you watch how naturally he is in and out of cuts. And even when you see him compared to the best of the best here at the senior bowl, he's at another level. He has another gear. He is twitched up and is able to get in and out of cuts at just a different level. So as a route runner, he has absolutely amazed. Then on top of that, working with these quarterbacks for the first time, he has been just outstanding, adjusting to the ball midair, making contested catches. Today we saw, I mean, gosh, I would almost say that over 50% of passes were being dropped because of the torrential rain that you, um, you mentioned to kind of introduce that. Trey, again, one of the few guys coming down with the ball time and time again, avoiding those dropsies, showing his skills as a contested catcher. And that's the other thing. The weigh-in might have showed us he's a little short on the height department, but it reminded us the kind of bear claws this man possesses and the otherworldly arm length he has. We are talking about Trent Brown, Orlando Brown, mammoth offensive tackle over 35 inch length arms. And that's where 
the guy absolutely shines and being able to extend and snatch that ball out of the air, contested grabs. And I tell you, Justin, maybe it is that slightly shorter, more compact build combined with that length, but Trey has left nothing to be desired as a blocker as well. So shit, when you're showing elite skills as a route runner, pass catcher, um, you know, contested ball, and then you're adding to the fact that you are as clean as they get as a blocking tight end, especially at least when we've seen him in run block drills. This won't surprise you. It won't surprise a lot of DMVR Rams listeners and fans out there. But uh, it's been very nice and rewarding to see the rest of the draft world kind of come around to what a great talent Trey McBride is. And we kind of hinted at this in the preview and credit to you who really got us going on this. Trey's just that guy who, as we get closer to the process in such an uncertain draft class, he's just so safe. And then there are those skills that make his upside not just safe, but make you intrigued for him to be an X factor in the NFL. I got to tell you, he's looked like the best pass catcher here in Mobile, and he has been one of the biggest consensus risers out here in the first two days. Farm. CSU fans are, are going to love to hear that. And I think it just kind of just confirms, you know, what a lot of Ram fans already believe that yeah. the, the long arm things, I think is a big factor in him being such a successful blocker. He's able to get his hands on guys. And if you watch him, you know, he's one of those dudes that's he's physical. He's not his problem might be that he takes the block a little too long. It's never going to be that he let the block up too short. And as a coach, you know, and especially in this senior bowl setting, as long as there's, you know, kind of an unwritten respect, nobody wants to hurt anybody, but they want to see that dog mentality out of you. And that's, you know, really going to, it's just going to win people over for him. So I think it's, it's good to see him shining and then making an impact both as a, as a pass catcher and a run blocker, because there aren't, there just aren't that many tight ends like him in the league today. You know, like the George Kittles that can do it all. Kelsey, I know, is, an, is a pretty good blocker. Not great, I would say, but makes enough of an impact. I think, you know, Trey could probably be more impactful as a, as a blocker. And if he's even like 70% of the impact in the past game, I mean, that's so dynamic. 100%, 100%. And I mean, when you check off all these boxes, you have the production, you've been a consistent performer for, for you know, multiple seasons like Trey has. Where are the knocks? Where are the knocks? What, what are teams going to be turned off by to, you know, grade them outside of the first round? <laughs> I, he I'm not he had two touchdowns. Off. I guess that's the only thing you hold against him, but <laughs> sure. that right. falls on scheming and the coaches and the, who he had a quarterback a hell of a lot more than it then it falls on him. I'm glad you brought up the route running though, because I've said this for a couple of years now, he had a touchdown at Fresno state back in 2019, which is a game that I covered in person. He went off in that game. Mm-hmm. He had a touchdown where he caught it and basically just outran the secondary for 40 yards. And there were a couple of t- plays like that in his career, had a similar touchdown at Florida. The last touchdown of his career was on a fake punt where he outruns the entire Nevada punt coverage. Right. One of the knocks I do see about him is that he's not necessarily like the most explosive athlete. And I get that he's not, sure. you know, he's not going to run a four, four, probably not even a four five, more like that four, six, four, seven range. Yeah. It's not like he's slow though. And he's one of those dudes, especially like when he has the end zone in sight, I feel like he runs even faster than he would in his underwear and in, in that setting. 
Totally. Yeah. He might not be the Noah Fant that runs a four or five flat, but when you watch those guys just run with the ball, their ability to break tackles, just a smoothness to how they move. I think Trey looks like uh, the smoother, if not superior athlete. And uh, the other thing about Trey is, yeah, okay. Maybe I think that's a great point about the elite burst. That burst is more than good enough to burn linebackers. And then that size, which again, we talked about, the height is far from elite. In fact, it's below average for a common NFL tight end is still plenty good enough to when he has to go in those contested ball situations with a safety, with a corner, it ain't no thing, you know, he, he's covered. So um, yeah, you're right. You're right. Those would be the the two knocks, right? Height and maybe that elite, uh, high-end athleticism, but it seems to me there's more more than enough to win against NFL talents on a consistent basis. I mean, he was a three-sport star in high school, and I think there are times where that can get overblown because these guys are like the best at what they do. Of course, you know, he was a better basketball player than the other people in Fort Morgan. He was just a better athlete than everyone else in Fort Morgan. Right. Big surprise. Yeah. But I do think it just shows, you know, like the, the diverse skills that he has. And I'm sure that again, another talking point that gets blown out of proportion, but the whole basketball background and, and going up for contested catches and stuff, you know, that probably helps make up for it. And yeah. It's just good to see that he's he's doing exactly what CSU fans expected. I think a lot of times, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the hype. I myself, I've I've admitted this. I got too caught up in Garrett Grayson when he was coming up. I was too close to the situation. I, I couldn't look past things that now when I go back and look, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, it makes sense. You know, he didn't quite have the arm. But with Trey, I mean, he's the real deal. And and we've known it. And it seems like everybody out there is seeing it. Is that kind of the the reaction you're getting, you said he's been one of the biggest risers or people just kind of ooing and aahing about him. Yeah, absolutely. Just kind of one of the few um, universally um, appreciated and beloved prospects here in Mobile. He's just getting talked up and uh, checking off all the boxes. Yeah. He's kind of becoming a, a, a common, uh, you know, uh, just uh, He's a known commodity is the word there I was we go. Yeah. for in draft circles. And um, yeah, you know, I, there's something about prospects when you look at them so closely. Sometimes you overhype them. Sometimes you almost take them for granted. And you think like, I know he's good, but you know, like you have to be an absolute freak to be like really good at the NFL level. Is he that good? You know, and you almost like it you're almost too close to it again. And it's the counter and it's been really refreshing to see everyone else gush over him for once. And uh, me be able to take a step back and be like, shit. Okay. I guess so. All right. We'll get right back with Trey in just a second, but the moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here in honor of the big game. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 is giving new customers 56 to one odds on either team. All you got to do is bet $5, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, that's okay. You can get some skin in the game with the same game parlay. This is, of course, where you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more likes you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sports app, use the promo code DNVR, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet $5, win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's what the promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 
Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I don't know about you guys, but anytime I can get something delivered to me, I'm all for it. What's even better is CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee, the ultimate gift to give this time of year. Do you have friends, loved ones, colleagues that suffer from migraines, joint pain? If they have IBS like our friend Brendan Vogue? You must give them some CBD-infused Strava shipped straight to their door. Trust me, they are going to thank you. Strava is now giving our listeners 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code DNVR25. That's 25% off your order at StravaCraftCoffee.com. All you got to do is use the code DNVR25 at checkout. If you love Strava, you can actually subscribe, which is really cool because you're never going to have to buy coffee in the store again. It's going to land on your doorstep every two, four, six, or eight weeks. Whatever you prefer, you're going to get 20% off your CBD-infused coffee every single time. Strava also offers CBD-infused decaf, so if that's more down your alley, take advantage. If you're in the metro area, you can swing by the DNVR bar over on Colfax in York and try Strava's incredible cold brew. It's smooth, it helps with chronic headaches, joint pains, IBS like we said, and what's awesome is you don't get jitters that you get with normal coffee, even if you have three or four cups a day, so it's just a really awesome blend. Head to StravaCraftCoffee.com, use the code DNVR25, save 25% on your order. I don't want to take up too much of your time, I know you've got a, a lot of stuff going out there with our coverage of the Senior Bowl, and before we go, we're going to just briefly talk about some of these other Mountain West guys, but... One one final question on Trey. What what does he need to show, I guess? What does he need to get out of this senior bowl slash draft process to affirm that he is, you know, worthy of a top 32 pick? I don't want to jump the gun, but I'd say that at this point in the process, what we've seen in Mobile will probably more than do the trick. Um Really, I think it's exactly what you've hinted from now until late April when the actual draft occurs. He just needs to be genuine and nail those interviews. I mean, when a guy's as polished and refined, I think he'll be just fine on the board and sitting down with interviews. I mean, it's clear for anyone to see the love and passion he has for the game just in in, in how he carries himself. Um, I Team first big, guy stuck by his absolutely. program. Yeah. yeah, right, right. That commitment, um, hometown guy, strong family values. I mean, stuff that you know much better than me with all the time you spent with him. I think really, Justin, the only, only big question mark he needs to check off from now until late April is that 40 time. It's exactly what you said. Get under a 4.6 or stay right around there at 249, 250, you'll be just fine. And, and I think all of a sudden... If I were to place the odds of Trey McBride going in round one, he does what I just said on the 40. I'd set that at like minus 130 to go around. Yes, to go around. That's so cool, man. He's just, he's an awesome story. Obviously a really cool guy. Awesome. We've been very fortunate at DMVR to to have the type of access and then we're going to work with him more. As we approach the NFL draft, I'll have him on the podcast again uh, after the Senior Bowl. We'll catch up on all of it. Looking forward to all that. Uh, before before we let you go here, just briefly, yeah. we mentioned the other Nevada guys. Carson Strong, I think, is a big interest, especially locally. One, given that you know he's the the shining example of Matt Mummy and Jay Norvell's air raid working. Also, you know, with the Broncos being in town, probably needing a quarterback. There's just a lot of interest in in him yes. and these Nevada guys in general. How have they looked? Does he look the part to you? I mean, it, it's not coming from a traditional offense, but that's a dude with a big arm. 
big arm and confidence in it. And boy, is that nice to see. While guys like Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett have been a little more gun shy, maybe uh, not as secure in just planting their their, um, back leg and letting it rip. Carson doesn't need to be told twice to just go out there and let your arm talent shine. Had some interesting quotes when he spoke at the podium after Monday's practice about not wearing a knee brace and how much that really impacted his mobility this season. Um, you you know, could see it in the pocket. Oh, he just, he yes. didn't have the same elusiveness. Right. And standard recovery time, he said, you know, would usually is much longer um, than what he would take for that injury. He was back after six months and just kind of had to deal with it. Not see like you'd like to see him work on his footwork a little more, but he has shown a smidge more mobility. Obviously he stands out as like clearly more immobile than the Sam Howells, Malik Willis's, Kenny Pickett's, or even Desmond Ritter's who are out here, but his arm has shined today in the rain and the conditions was just zipping it right through and seeing a little confidence and swagger, not just um, and how he feels about his arm and grips it and rips it. But the, the fact that he, he's got a little swagger, camaraderie to him, guys are gravitating to him. Um, so he's looked good. He's, he's done really well for himself. I was impressed today. I know a lot of people were impressed on Tuesday, the first day of practice. I might've said Monday on a couple other occasions. Um, but no, he's looked good. That arm is legit and has a real zip from within the pocket, no doubt. How big of a project does he feel to you? Because obviously, I mean, you can operate heavily out of the gun in the NFL, but you do have yeah. to be able to go under center and, and operate out of that as well. Does, mm-hmm. does he feel like a guy that's probably, you know, two, three years away from taking legitimate NFL snaps or, you know, could he maybe be, I, I hate even saying it, but you know, Mahomes who sits for a year and, and gets what he needs and then he's good to go. Well, that is the great unknown, and it's going to be hard for me to know that question until we get to see. I mean, I might never know the answer to that question, frankly, because that's a bit of a behind-the-scenes thing. Like, how much can can his IQ, the ability to read pre-snap, because while he does have the physical talent in the arm talent, his lack of physical talent in his mobility to make up that gap, a lot of that gap is going to have to come between the ears and his ability to process quickly and get the ball out. Of course, a lot of people will make a comp to Mac Jones. Um, you shouldn't be too surprised by that. Uh, Justin, I mean, of all the guys on staff, I would trust you on both those guys more than anyone. But as you know, I think a massive differentiator between Carson and Mac is that ability to kind of move up in the pocket, feel Mm -hmm. pressure, right. Um, and kind of create, it's not like scrambling and extending the play a la Mahomes, Josh Allen. It's different. Extending that play just a smidge. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that I don't know that I don't know about Carson strong. That's where coming from that system to a more NFL system. Can you be quick in your processing? Can you know when to take your shots? And when to take your check down. Can you read that blitz pre-snap and kind of handle more of those assignments earlier in your career? If that's the case, boy, he could be a massive, massive hit in this draft. If not, I fear that he will be kind of stuck in the same mold of so many pass first 
spread offense, shotgun quarterbacks I've seen through the years. I think of Goff. I think of Dwayne Haskins. I think of Brandon Whedon, Luke Falk. Bryce yeah, the history Eddie. definitely does not favor favor these guys when you look at, you know, does it translate? Exactly. But, you know, that arm is flashing pretty nicely, and uh, that's kind of where you want to start with a quarterback. So he's got that first trait, and, uh, you know, so that's a good starting point for him, for sure. It's going to be interesting to see. He's a guy that I got to watch in person a couple of times and definitely always impressed me seeing him light up CSU in, in person was a sight to behold. I will say George Payton was there in person if you're a Broncos That's fan right. and got right. to see those bombs. Two of them actually caught by Tory Horton, who now plays for CSU. So it's a, it's a fun new world in college <laughs> football. And yeah. it's funny, I go back and I watch that game and it's a, it's a whole lot more enjoyable for me to watch with this perspective. Oh, this offense is going to be on CSU. You know, it's like, right. it's like watching CSU. I'm, I'm cheering for the touchdowns against the Rams. Feels completely unnatural. Uh, real quick though, Romeo Dubs is, is a yeah. wide receiver from Nevada. Big guy, put up some of the best stats in the country when it comes to yards uh, down the field. Not like a huge yak guy, but a guy that just made a lot of big plays was there. Who they really stretched the field with the most. Yeah. What kind of impression has he made? Yeah, I thought he's been one of the better looking wide receivers. He's been more the one of the more consistent guys in body positioning and coming <clears throat> coming down with those contested catches, certainly using that size that you talked about to his advantage. And just looking the part, a bit of an odd senior bowl class, you know, the, the talent of this wide receiver class really overwhelming, but so many of those guys are underclassmen or I should say juniors. Um, Dubs though, one of the better seniors here. I, I thought he's looked good. I mean, he's got a feel for him and certainly it helps that, uh, you know, he gets to practice with Carson. So Anytime those two are paired together, you know, completion's coming. Yeah, definitely a, a nice little advantage for him. Kind of fun to see Carson Strong. I saw some highlights of Carson thrown to Trey McBride, you know, thinking about yeah. what if, you know, what if we okay. would have gotten to see what that would have looked like, would have been cool. Yeah, the last guy I just wanted to ask you about, uh, a local standout from Colorado, uh, Chad Muma, yeah. who almost a Ram, man. I talked to him about it in Vegas. They actually had his offer pulled late from Bobo ended up at Wyoming has had an awesome career. What kind of a, you know, what kind of statement has he been able to make? Yeah. Lone tree stand up because Muma has been moving really well. He's had some flash plays. Just we've talked about how there'll be some lazy Logan Wilson comps and he's not exactly Logan Wilson as a run stuffer and downhill um, you know, kind of hitter. He's he's just lighter, right? But the way he moves sideline to sideline naturally in coverage, he's been making some flashes. He really looks the part of a modern uh, NFL linebacker and someone who could really be a, you know, a factor on passing downs for you. So I definitely think he has also been a standout. Check out um, the DMVR Broncos podcast from Wednesday where uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Koenigsberg cited him as one of his winners in the first two days. He's, uh, he's looked good. Led the, uh, led the Cowboys in interceptions each of the last two seasons, if I'm not mistaken. So a guy that can definitely be impactful in pass coverage. And, you know, I know CSE fans aren't exactly rooting for a poke, but he is a good dude as, as somebody that's gotten to know him slightly. We're not best friends or anything like that, but, uh, he, he's a good prospect. It, it's cool to see some of these local guys standing out. It's cool to see some of these guys that, 
you know, we in particular have been high on when it comes to Trey McBride, the, you know, the Devin Lloyds of the world. When I see these guys being projected as, you know, top 15, top 25 picks, it uh, makes you feel good. You know, we put a lot of time into this, so we're not, we're not just wasting our time here. Big time, man. I mean, shit, Mountain West, you got to see some real talents the last few years. I mean, it's, it's really being confirmed out here in Mobile. There are some studs coming out of that conference. That's nothing new. This has been happening year in, year out for a while now. Um, and, and yeah, it's just fun to see. Man. It's just fun to see. We appreciate all your work getting us all the scoops on these kids way before all the draft Twitter starts to go gaga over them in this week. Definitely feels good. Dre, thank you as always for giving us some time, man. We, we love to have you on the Rams pod. Looking forward to hearing more about the Senior Bowl. Hopefully it's a, a little bit drier for you guys out there the next couple of days. But it's just good to have this stuff in person again. I mean, it's great for the prospects to get these opportunities. I mean, you think, again, you know, if, if this was a couple of years ago and then Trey wouldn't have gotten an opportunity to do this in person, you know, that would have been a real shame. But yeah. it's good to have it in person. It's good to have you out there. It's always good to talk football with you, buddy. Yeah. Stay dry. I only seem to write when the words, they don't come to me. I'm staring at this page and I swear it stares back at me. Read between the lines, see the blank and all the happenings. It's been 35 and I ain't even wrote like half a thing. Rhymes that make sense, but more lines that didn't. I was walking with my headphones, heavy bumping pivots. Simplistic white pages, they dreaming we were famous. They say they like the cadence, mark the summers like cicadas. And features, those ain't favors. My mood rings an alligator. Spit like Vader with the saber, steady kicking it like Prater. Staring at white pages. It's habitual behavior, check the flavor, that's some sage advice But confidence, a great disguise, and certain lines are idolized Like yeah, I'm fine, and I don't mind, it's out of sight, it's out of mind And I've been dwelling on my past just to see what I can find Lost and found memories of places I designed And my imagination's different now, but I swear that I